Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Tim Phillips. I'm president of Americans for Prosperity. I'm joined by a very special guest I'm going to introduce in just a moment. I'm coming to you from our Americans for Prosperity and Libre teams in uh, the Permian Basin of New Mexico, where we're battling some energy policies coming out of the administration, which are a disaster for this state and frankly for our country. But today we're talking about what is the most pressing federal policy battle uh, going. And that's this $1.9 trillion spending boondoggle. There's no other word for it from President Biden and from Speaker Pelosi. It got through the House just this past Friday night. Uh, thankfully in the House and good for them. Every Republican voted no. Good for that caucus in doing that. Also, two Democrats stood up courageously in the House and voted no uh, uh, you know, against this bill. So, and good for them. And we respect that and thank them for doing the right thing for the country. Uh, with us today is literally one of the leaders in the United States Senate. It's amazing he's in a, in a first term because he's become a national leader on this issue and so many others. And that is our friend, Senator Rick Scott from the great state of Florida. Senator, thank you for joining us during a crucial uh, time for our country. Well, first off, Tim, don't you feel sorry for all those families that are getting hurt by Biden's energy policy? I mean, his energy policy basically kill jobs, make us energy dependent uh, on the rest of the world. I mean, it makes it just makes no sense. Um, no sense what he's doing. It does. It's heartbreaking to see we're in a restaurant that's been closed down because this area, which is one of the great energy fields in the entire world, Senator, is literally being devastated for ideological reasons by federal mandates without even an act of Congress. But uh, that's another issue for another day, but boy, it's devastating for the, the men and women and children here in this state, a great state of New Mexico. Senator, we know it passed the House, this Biden $1.9 trillion uh, boondoggle. Give us a sense, if you will, of the, of the calendar, what we can expect in these next couple of days and where you believe it stands both within your uh, caucus, uh, but also within the Senate writ large. So Chuck Schumer filed their bill today. So we are, Ron Johnson's leading the effort to make sure, he's a senator from Wisconsin, he's leading the effort to make sure they read the bill on the Senate floor. I filed a bill uh, last week that requires, you know, everybody to read the bill before you, before you vote on it. Uh, so you remember it's a reasonable that, thing, by the way, I mean, it seems like a, a reasonable, a reasonable thing to us. I know. Remember back in, uh, I guess it was December, we voted on that omnibus bill. I think it was 6,000 pages. And I think we had, what, two or three hours uh, to read it. And that would have taken days to read if you actually read it. So, but anyway, and this one, what they're doing is they're just, they're just trying to bankrupt the country. Republicans want to help people that need help. We want targeted relief. We want to help people have lost their jobs. We want to help make sure our small businesses can prosper, make sure everybody can get their vaccine, make sure everybody can get a test. That's what we want to do. Not the Democrats, all right? They, they have $350 billion uh, to just give to states and local government. Now, put this in perspective. We've already given in the last, we've already, well, first off, we've already allocated last year $4.5 trillion for COVID, $4.5 trillion. We think there's at least a trillion dollars that has been not been spent yet. Now, the Biden administration won't tell us any of that. They won't even tell us. They don't want to know. I did a, I did a unanimous consent yesterday just to see if we could get the information, and the Democrats blocked that. But we gave them, we gave our state and local governments 
$400 billion. Their annual revenue for our states is only a trillion, a trillion dollars a year. All right, and we already gave them $400 billion, but they want to give them another $350 billion, even though the New York Times has acknowledged that the revenues, state revenues are not down. Nearly half the state's revenues are actually up. California, as an example, right, their revenues are up $19 billion. They're going to put $22 billion away. But what they want us to do, states like mine in Florida, they want our taxpayers to pay for the excesses of Cuomo in New York or Pritzker in Chicago or Newsom in California because they don't want to balance their budgets. They don't want to pay for their own pension plans. So they're coming to us to say, say, you know, we want to pay it. Then on top of wasting that $350, $50 billion, what the hell they want to do it? They want to give it to the states that didn't open their economy. So they want to do it by unemployment. So California and New York have higher unemployment because they didn't open up their economy. So they want to give them even a higher percentage. So first they want to waste the money. Then they want to give more of it to the blue states. This is just a payback for Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris. So yeah. it's, it's so here's where we're going to we're going to read the bill. We're going to have 20 hours of debate, and then we're going to be proposing a variety of amendments to try to try to fix things in the bill. Um, you know, you know, we, I mean, there's so many things in this that are so messed up that we're going to we're going to try to make it better even though I can't imagine any republicans going to vote for this in the end because it's 1.9 trillion dollars follow the follow stock market today by the way interest rates j Powell came out and acknowledged for the first time that we're going to, we're going to probably see inflation bond prices are up bond 10 year treasury is up i think it's about almost 70% since joe biden's election day interest rates are going up inflation is going up Who's it hurt? It hurts the poorest families because when inflation goes up, wages don't generally go up as fast as inflation. Red prices are up, gas prices are up, food prices are up. So the uh, so Joe Biden is going to cause an unbelievable bad economy um, with uh, and and so we're going to go from what twenty eight trillion dollars of the debt. I think we just passed twenty eight trillion to over thirty trillion in one bill in one bill, and we're not going to yeah. take any time to to uh, discuss. Well, good for Ron Johnson, Senator Johnson from Wisconsin, uh, forcing this on the floor. And, and certainly we, we think that's a good idea, a reasonable thing to do, by the way. Absolutely. Uh, and, and watching, if you're watching today, uh, take a moment, click on the I Volunteer link. It's in the link here of this Facebook Live. It'll take you about 90 seconds to contact your two senators and make your voice heard. Tell them to vote no on this. And you may be thinking, hey, I'm in Florida. You know, Senator Scott's going to do the right thing. I just heard him talk about it. Senator Rubio will. They don't need they need to hear from you. They need to be encouraged. They need to know, frankly, that you got their back in this uh, because it is a tough fight. And there are some uh, folks in, in you know swing states. It's good for a, a Joe Manchin or a, a Senator Simica out this way, out in the southwest. It's good for them to hear from you. So make your voice heard. I volunteer link. It will take about literally about 60 to 90 seconds to make your voice heard on this spending bill that Senator Scott was just detailing. And also, if you click on the, the free routes, F-R-E-E, free routes, it's in the link as well. It'll quickly and easily allow you to post on your social media, whether it's Facebook or Twitter. It'll make your voice heard there against these bailouts for big spending states like California or Illinois. Take a moment, 
make your voice heard. And Senator Scott, I know that you were a, a governor, you were in the private sector, then you did governor of Florida, and now you're in your first term of the Senate. But tell folks why it matters when they hear from people back home, the, the good that does when they get these calls and or texts or emails into these accounts. Well, the, the benefit of it is you want to know what your citizens are thinking. And then you also, every, you know, everybody worries that, oh, what the next election is going to be like. And so if you're letting them know that you just you're disappointed in their vote, that's going to that's going to mean something to them. Or if you agree with their vote, uh, either way, you should you should let you should let your senators and your congressmen and women know. But we're going to I can just tell you that Republican senators or senators uh, all across this country are going to fight because we know this, we're gonna fight for the American family. We want Americans to get a good job. We want their children to get a good education and we want, to, we want them to live in safe communities. I mean, Tim, let me also tell you about this. We allocated $68 billion last year for K-12 schools, make sure they could open safely, all right? Open our schools, it's pretty simple, all right? The K-12 systems only spent $4 billion and you have these, these, uh, these schools are saying, oh, we can't open they said, we got to listen to the science. Well, the science says they should open. It's safe. And then they say, oh, we don't have enough money. Well, we've already allocated $68 billion to them. We've only, they've only spent $4 billion, but they have over, I think it's another $120-some billion for K-12 schools. And actually, it's not for this year. A small portion of that is for this year. This bill, less than 10% of this bill has anything to do with COVID, and less than 1% has anything to do with the vaccine. So, I mean, this is just a, a left-wing boondoggle that was going to bankrupt our country, cause your interest rates to go up, and cause inflation in our country. Yeah, and, and did, did, I want to make sure folks listening heard what Senator Scott just said. About 9% of this total of $1.9 actually goes toward this pandemic. And what was that percentage? Less than 1% toward vaccination, Senator Scott, no. is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. And a lot of the spending is not, you know, we talk about this should be temporary and targeted toward this pandemic because it's after all called a COVID relief bill. But a lot of the spending in this bill doesn't even happen until 2022, 2023 and beyond. They're backloading it just for their ideological wish list. And I think that Senator is across the board for a lot of their programs. Is that right? Oh, yeah. This is just this is just how does how do the Democrats take care of Chuck Schumer's New York, Nancy Pelosi's California? And that's that's what this is. And so it's not good for you as a taxpayer. It's not good, good for you as an American citizen. It's going to clearly bankrupt our country. We can't. I mean, this is the first time. Finally, I mean, I've been talking to Jay Powell since I've been up there. He's finally acknowledged, you know, inflation's happening. And so when yeah. that happens, just remember, the poorest families will have a more difficult time putting food on the table. Yeah, and that, that's the point. I know being out here in New Mexico today, the result of these policies is pain on those at the margins. That, that's who it really hurts. It hurts senior citizens on fixed incomes. It hurts that yep. single mom who, who is, is going to have to suffer and deal with this inflation that we do think is coming because of all this government spending that's just through the roof. So folks at home watching or wherever you are, take a moment, make your voice heard right now. Senator, before we wrap up, two things. One, give us a sense of the time frame on this, how, how much longer before we think the vote is. And then two, if you would, these are challenging times. We know it, but these are tough times, not just the pandemic, 
not just the economy, but a lot of these policies that are that are hurting so many Americans. But I know I've talked to you. You're an optimistic guy. I can see it and tell it. Give us a sense of why, despite these challenges, you're still optimistic about our nation's future. But but first, give us a quick sense of these next few days before this vote. So we'll start voting on the amendments probably sometime in the morning. And we'll be voting for those. We, we could be voting for those for 12 hours, for two or three days. Uh, we're not sure. Uh, but we're going to be, I tell you, Republican senators are going to be doing amendments to try to make this better. And then at that point, we'll take a final vote. Uh, I think it'll. I think the vote will be 50-50, and uh, Kamala Harris will have to come in and break uh, the the tie. Uh, but it's not going to be a good day for Americans. Uh, it's going to be a day that you know that it's going to go down to a day that increases our chance of not being able to pay back our debts, and your taxes have to have to skyrocket. Uh, skyrocket. So you know, with regard to these, uh, these Biden policies, you know. They didn't talk about the Democrats didn't talk about these things on the campaign trail because where are the, where are the Democrats right now? Well, they're they're closed schools. They don't want to open our schools. However, they do want to have open borders, and they are willing to open up schools for you know unaccompanied minors that come across the border. They're doing that in uh, Cruces Springs, Texas, right now. They they want to allow men to compete in women's sports, which means it's going to be much more difficult for women to win uh, women's sports. They are. They want to appease China. Uh, they, you know, they, you know, they're not. They're not going to do anything to hold, you know, communist China accountable. If you look at their his nominations, I mean, they they're back into. They want to get back into the Rand deal. They want to appease the Castro regime. They want to appease the dictator uh, in China. So what's what bothers? And then they want to kill jobs. Look at just poof. Ten thousand Keystone Pipeline jobs are, are gone like that. Look at how many energy jobs have been lost uh, just because of their policies. And they're, it's going to make us. We're energy dependent. So we, we have got to build an economy that everybody has a chance to live their dream. What's that mean? It means something like a kid like me growing up in public housing, they have to say, you know, I can get a good paying job if I go to get an education. So we have to have a, a robust economy. We have to have an education system where there's school choice. We have to have a safe communities. We have to have a strong military to defend our freedom. So if we do those things, I'm, I'm optimistic. I, I have, uh, I've been blessed. I got married at 19. I have a wonderful wife. We have uh, seven grandchildren now, and I look forward to them having the same opportunity uh, that I had growing up that I can say to them, you know, you can be anything you want to do because you were born and grew up in this great country. That's right. Well said, Senator Rick Scott. Before we wrap up, ladies and gentlemen, make your voices heard. Use that I volunteer link. It'll take you about 60 to 90 seconds. You can make your voice heard on this crucial battle. Uh, as we try to stop this Biden $1.9 trillion boondoggle, knowing there's some big policy battles ahead at the federal level. Um, but I do think uh, that the American people are, are paying attention now. I see it. I know out on the road when I'm out here at the grassroots. I, I was in Florida last week. I'm in New Mexico today. Uh, we're heading from here to Little Rock, Arkansas, and then Omaha, Nebraska. I'm telling you, at the grassroots, folks are waking up. They're, they're concerned deeply. There's a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, uh, and they know we're taking the wrong direction in Washington. So we're gonna fight these battles. We're gonna try to find the good solutions to move our nation forward to, as Senator Scott said, to let folks live the American dream, which makes us so unique in all the world. I'm Tim Phillips with Americans for Prosperity, signing off with Senator Rick Scott from Florida. Thank you everyone for joining us.